0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean fangirl And
1: I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing Episode 7 of the advent series, The Purge.
0: I almost forget that it's Sci-Fi and USA when we do this one, yeah. <laughs> but oh my gosh. So wow. stories really are converging, yes, and it's are. making me wonder how many more will converge. So let's jump into ratings news first. All right.
1: Episode seven brought in a zero point four zero in adults eighteen to forty nine with one point zero two six million viewers, making it the twelfth overall cable show for the day.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. Staying
1: over a million viewers through seven episodes, that's awful good. Right,
0: especially when it's not on like a one of the network T V stations, so That's great. All right. Let's jump into episode seven because there's so much to talk about. And it's like, ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely, dark, and deep. Miguel and Penelope hike the forest. Oh, that's an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> Jane must endure David's party. Again, understatement. And Rick doubts Lila's intentions.
1: Major understatement.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so let's start with Miguel and Penelope since they managed to get away from the main part of what was happening in the Circus of Flesh. We get to see how they were sneaking out in that cart of dead bodies, and suddenly something was going off inside because a couple guys who uh, decided to run out and they're like, Hey, you guys, we need you in here. There's a riot. Right. Hmm. Could more people who were... The purgees, maybe, <laughs> like, start something in there? I'm wondering. Oh, absolutely. And bringing part of the tent down definitely allowed more mayhem to ensue. Okay, yeah. That does make sense because, you know, everything's, like, turned upside down and nobody knows what's happening. Right. Well, they managed to get away after squeezing through a, was it a chain-locked gate? So that was good that they're small, apparently. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Very thin people.
0: Yes. So they do manage to get past some very disturbing purge because we still don't know how long they have that they have to wait this out. Right. And they get into the tree line, at least, into the woods. And then we see something very disturbing. Oh, absolutely it was. Some guy's screaming, and you hear some people talking, but you don't exactly know what happened. Like, I couldn't really hear them. No. And... They set the guy on fire and send him off down the zip line. That's not just a, hey, let me see what I can do and how weird this can get. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he was trying to be like a stuntman or anything. It's just. No. Yeah, okay.
1: We're going to let more people see you die in a flame.
0: That's messed up.
1: Very messed up. And who knows? Could have caught the forest on fire.
0: Right? I was actually thinking that. I'm like, okay, you're ready to burn everything down. Yeah. And this whole time, though, Penelope is defending her decision and telling Miguel, you know, that the dear leader that we had was the only one looking out for her. And Miguel's trying to say, obviously, he knows a little bit more than than Penny does at this point. Right. That's not what was happening. And Miguel only wanted what was best. And his dad told him to keep her safe. You know, right? the last things he said.
1: Right. Was keep her safe. And he's just trying to honor his dad's last wishes.
0: Right. Which I mean, you can't blame him. No, not at all. But the little back and forth doesn't go go on too long because Penelope steps on a trap, which I'm thinking is probably set by those guys with the zip line. More than likely, yes. Cuz suddenly like a floodlight comes on and then you hear people talking and we see a perspective from whoever's coming to get them with a a very large rifle and a flashlight right, but thankfully Miguel's able to get her out, sends a few shots off because right. he doesn't yeah, actually shoot her know if he them. hit anybody but yeah, <laughs> right right just to kind of give them a, a minute to run right and they're headed somewhere safe and I love it because Miguel's like and they probably they have pancakes okay, maybe not she's like too late, you promised yeah. so they're making a little little headway in their bonding I guess.
1: Yeah, I think the the big thing here was when he said dad told him to keep her safe. That kind of gave Penelope some pause to consider Miguel's motivations. And yeah, if their dad told him to keep her safe, then yeah, her joining this cult and trying to get back to her parents is not what their father would want.
0: No, definitely not a good thing. Right. So I'm thinking they're headed back to the bar. Pete the Cops bar. Oh, absolutely. So let's hope that they make it. Yeah. Oh, God. So it was so hard not to message Steve after I watched this whole back and forth with Jane and her scumbag Joe. (laughs) No, Joe's okay. It was. Oh, yeah. Not Joe. David. Sorry. I was just mad at everybody in there. Like,
1: (laughs) yeah, this got real creepy and just. Every which way or wrong you can get.
0: Oh, yeah. So the last thing we seen her, she was grabbed by security and being tied up into one of the little boxes that were part of the live art show, apparently. Yeah. And, oh, God, David just makes me need a shower because he's like irritating. But Anya walks over and she's like, it's not so bad. That's how I got, got the corner office. You know what? Screw you in the corner office, okay?
1: Exactly.
0: But... After telling Jane, oh, just keep your eyes closed. It's like, oh god, really. Jane does manage to be like, just take the card out of my pocket and call the number. And it's the Matron Saints. And I was surprised that Anya did take the card. I thought she was gonna take it and like throw it or something.
1: Right. Or hand it to David.
0: But she actually called. I I mean, by the end of the scene, we know that she had called. Right. I was just surprised. Yeah. We also have some other little creepy guy who apparently works at the company because he knows who Jane is, that she works in actuary. And he was, was that not the weirdest thing? Cause he's just sitting there like staring at her, like really close. It's like, dude, okay. I already know you're gonna be creepy and try to touch me, but what's with the staring up close? Right. Yeah. I I was like, ugh. Yeah. This is a
1: David wannabe.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then David decides to taunt. As he's groping her and complimenting her, and then we get flashbacks.
1: Right, and you go, oh no, 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 no.
0: Right, because the first flashback is at school, and I'm like, oh, please tell me that this teacher did not touch her.
1: Right, and no, he didn't. He <laughs> thank was you, thank one you. One of the few that was a supporter of hers.
0: Yes, because she was smart. Yeah, and he's like, you- she can get into college but she narrowly missed the spot in the robotics lab. And he's praising her and her mom's worried about the money. And she's like, well, you know, if you play the game, you can earn scholarships. And that's when we start seeing that basically she pushes her daughter into beauty pageant. Right. And you see how just disgusted Jane looks.
1: Yes. And she did not want to be walking the catwalk in a bikini Having people oogle over her body.
0: No, I don't blame her because she's so set on being the one who's smart and the first person in her family to get to college and she's not trying to use her looks. And I understand her mom saying basically you need to do whatever you can to get these scholarships. But later it starts to irk me. Right. Because we see her like getting ready for an interview and her mom's like no, that's not what we agreed on. And she's like, Mom, I'm putting the heels on. Don't worry. She's like, no, you take off that jacket. You need to play the game. These guys are going to be looking at you. It's like, oh, no. Yeah. Like, I was on the fence with, okay, you know what? Yeah, being in pageants, if you can pull it off, you can get scholarship money. Right. All right. And I'm thinking, okay, you do what you can, especially if you're trying to get into, like, a big league school.
1: Right. But, of course, she could have gotten scholarships because of her scores in her brain. Right. I don't think her mom realized that there are other ways to get scholarship money than flaunting your body.
0: Right. And then I was just getting like more and more irritated as it went when it's like oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. You need to basically to her. flaunt her body. Yeah.
1: Yeah, show some cleavage. Ugh. What? No, no, no.
0: Right. Just no. And then put her foot down. She's like, "No, I'm not doing that. I'm I'm going to be respected for my ideas, not my looks." And then we come back and we see uh, Jane squirming because David is just groping her and talking about how, oh, the fear in your eyes is what's going to hang on. And it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. The He's hell
1: is wrong rubbing with you? This in bit. Yeah, he is just a sicko.
0: And all of a sudden the lights go out, but not in the art cases. Right. And I love it because the l- little creepy dude was like, Ooh, it's gonna get freaky he's like shut up yeah this isn't part of the plan oh god dude seriously and then we see kind of a blast and you hear a gunshot and oh in comes joe so hey,
1: to save the day
0: right but it's like how did he get and how did he know where jane was like how did he get her picture how did he know where she was
1: yeah that's Something I hope they tell us before this is over with because I really, really, really want to know.
0: I don't know. I mean, I want to know, but I don't know how. Like, yeah, I'm really scratching my head with that because if she was still at the office, would he have been going to her?
1: I wouldn't think so because she would have been safe on it's the weird. 38th floor. So,
0: well, he ends up shooting a couple of people because he's like, "Don't move," and of course, that worked out well. Yeah. But he stops, looks at Jane, walks over to her, and when he pulls out a knife, of course, she freaked out, and he cuts her loose. He's like, I'm not going to hurt you. Right. And I think she even had to give pause, because it's like, uh, uh, really?
1: Yeah. (laughs) She wasn't expecting somebody to come save her, that's for sure. (laughs) And of course, he's masked, so you really don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy, and... With the way the purge operates, most of the masks are bad. Right. So, this was something that she definitely took a while to process.
0: Well, well as so oh, she gets okay.
1: free, she yells at Anya to get off her backside and help her free the others.
0: Right. Because, and he didn't stop her. No. Yeah. You know, he's like, Yeah, you, know, you know, get them free. And then uh, David. You know what? Had he just been hiding back there, he'd have been fine.
1: Yeah, he might have lived. But no, he wants to try to slither off like the snake he is.
0: Right. And she ends up picking up a gun that the guard had. And of course, he's like, Jane, Jane, please be reasonable. We can talk about this. And (laughs) this is when she's like, what else is there to talk about? And just shoots him right in the head. I was like, damn. Yeah. That's what I... That's when I was gonna message you going, Oh my god
1: Yeah. <laughs> she actually pulled the trigger.
0: Yep. And it's weird because Joe's like, Yeah, you're going to go someplace safe, which we still don't know what he's doing.
1: No, where he's taking these people that he's saving. I'm,
0: I'm kind of afraid to be honest, but
1: Right, yeah, because we still don't know for sure that he
0: is absolutely a hundred percent good. Right. Because as they're pulling away up, pull of the matron saints. I hope that we see later, like those guys with, you know, that, that branding on their forehead.
1: Oh, absolutely. That would Especially
0: be the awesome. look, creepy dude.
1: Yeah. <sighs> so do you think that what is going to give Jane the most issues with dealing with this? Her killing David or the way David treated her?
0: Honestly, I think it's going to be like, I should have never left the building.
1: Right. Yeah. And, she's going to have a bunch of regret that she's uh, going to have to process. and.
0: But it's more going to be that, in my mind, and right. should have just waited to see what would happen. Right. But then she would have never known.
1: Well, she, she would have known the next day when David showed up and the assassin didn't, so.
0: Oh, that's true. But she would have never known about David. Right. So, mm, there's that. Who knows? All right, let's go to our our last group, since these are starting to come together. We have Rick and Jenna, which, of course, last we seen was Lila pounding on the door. And I'm like, oh, are you going to let her in? Do you have a bigger camera angle? What's going on? Right. And, of course, that's Rick basically dragging his feet. He's like, we don't know who's out there. Look, there's somebody there. And what do we do? And so it's like, all right, let's work together. We'll open it a little bit. She can crawl under. She's small. And then I'll close it right away. Which makes sense. Okay, you don't have to open it all the way up. Because right. those things don't aren't quick up and quick down.
1: No, they're not. Kind of like
0: at the store when you're trying to open it, it's not going to be a quick thing. But right when they open it some, Lila gets grabbed. Yeah. And I didn't know what the person was going to do, but she managed to stick her thumb in his eye. So at least she was able to get away. They pull her in and Rick goes to close the gate. Well, the front gate was barely open. Right. And what I don't understand is if you were able to just open the front like they did when they came in, why weren't they able to just open the front this time? Right. Because the back opened a lot more. Yeah. Because they got in. I'm like, what the hell is that? (laughs) I was pissed about that because that didn't make a whole lot of sense.
1: Well, it (laughs) opened slightly like the front grate did. See, I thought it looked a lot
0: bigger, like a much bigger opening.
1: No, because the person who got in had to dive to get underneath it before it closed. Uh, So it was pretty much the same as the front, but maybe a little higher.
0: It just, what's the point? Yeah. If you can't open one at a time.
1: Right. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense that both the front and the back open at the same time. Right. Bad security. Bad security.
0: (laughs) But, I mean, we don't know that's happening right at this moment, so they're taking care of Lila and trying to clean up her her wound, and she's telling them what happened. And even listening to it, I'm like, that doesn't sound right.
1: Right. It didn't make any sense at all.
0: Because, I mean, she's hiding in a library that's attached to the room. Okay, fine. Maybe that's there, like a little, more like a cove instead of a
1: whole library. Right. But it was hidden, so
0: why wouldn't you just stay there? Well, assuming that the housekeeper knows where everything is. I get that. But when she says she escaped through the basement, I'm like, wait a second. Right. How'd she get past (laughs) everything that was happening?
1: Yeah, (laughs) That was a whole lot of terrorists there.
0: Right. And then Rick's like, I don't think she's telling us everything. Right. Because they go into their room when they kind of put her to sleep in the guest bedroom. And they're kind of arguing about it. And then we see that downstairs, somebody's actually entering the house. And he hears the the footsteps kind of creeping up. And he opens the door. Why the hell are you just opening the door?
1: (laughs) Yeah. You grab something to use as a weapon first.
0: Thank you. And it turns out it's their weird little neighbor that was laughing at him a minute ago. Right. And he's mad.
1: He is definitely (laughs) psycho neighbor.
0: Seriously, I told you not to park in front of my house. Okay, what? Yeah. And you cut down my maple tree. Dude, hold up. You're mad because where we parked and because of a tree, your dog craps on my lawn. Okay, so there's that, too. Right. It's like, well, I only taught him that after you did this with the tree. Oh, my God. So you're going to kill somebody. I mean, I get kind of ticked at my neighbors for parking in front of my house instead of their own house. But right. I'm not about to go kill him.
1: Right. But this gives Ross the perfect opportunity. He says, yeah, you can't choose your neighbors, but on purge night, you can do
0: something about it. Wow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> sick,
0: sick, okay. sick. Hey. Yeah. And then he was mad because they hadn't invited him and his wife over. What? Seriously, you got some problems.
1: Yes, big time.
0: And uh, Ross had turned the gun on Jenna and... Of course, Rick's like, no, don't. She's pregnant. And so you're know, kind of back and forth. And Jenna was really bad. She throws, I don't know, a vase. Right. Not even close to the dude's head. Just no. kind of misses him. And then runs. And he grabs her outside the, the bedroom then and has the gun pointed at her. And Rick's freaking out. Well, Lila, which obviously Ross is not paying attention that there's another person in the house. Right. Decides to stab him. Where the hell did she get that giant knife? Yeah. <laughs> Did she run downstairs and then come back? must have my she God stairs
1: into the kitchen, grabbed a big knife,
0: came running back up. yeah, just Without right being her boy, she's got some right. light feet, my man, right into the side and then deep into the back, and yeah. wow, I, was, I don't even know how she got that knife in that deep that quick, right in the spine, yeah, and I think everybody's shocked at this point because I wasn't expecting Lila to do that right, and well, not. Completely, because she is a Stanton, and her Mm. dad
1: sure didn't have any problems pulling the trigger and handing out knives to everybody, so... It seemed mm, crazy. Yeah, there's probably a little bit of that still in her, that's for sure, even though she says she's all against it. She sure didn't have a problem saving Jenna, that's for sure.
0: Right. Well, hey, somebody had to, thankfully. Because
1: Rick Ross, was not going to take that be able to take that gun away.
0: No, especially because Ross had Jenna in really close, so there was yeah. no way Rick was gonna get to it. No. Nope. But Jenna informs everybody we're selling the house and I'm moving because that was supposed to be the nursery and that ain't happening now.
1: No. The baby will sense how <laughs> upset I will be.
0: Does the baby sense it now? Because I think she's pretty so. freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> And then Lila decides to tell some more of the story, how her dad was able to draw the people away from her by saying, kill me, kill me. It's like, this really doesn't sound right. Yeah. And I mean, at the very end with these guys, too, because earlier when when Lila's like, I don't know if they want to be buried or cremated. What am I going to do with everything there? I don't want to go back to the house. I don't know what to do. And then she says that, and I'm like, okay, somehow I don't see your dad being I'm going to sacrifice myself for you. Right. It just doesn't sound right to me. No, it really doesn't. And then at the end, when they're on the couch and you know, Rick's like, you can go, go up to the guest bedroom and get some sleep. I'll take watch. And she's like, I- I'm fine here. And she grabs Jenna's hand. Right. And she falls asleep on the couch. And you just see Rick like, this doesn't seem to make sense.
1: No. You got each of them with one of Jenna's
0: hands. Yeah, I think Lila's still a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. I mean, if her family's dead, yes, they need her because the money. Yeah. But I don't think she's, I don't know. Yeah. I'm still questioning. Uh,
1: yeah, I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole.
0: No. All right. Well, will more storylines converge is the next next question that I have. Yeah. So I uh, don't
1: run into Miguel and Penelope before they get to Pete's.
0: I would think so. Right. But then again, we don't know what area of the city they're in. So, I mean, yeah, they might not be that close. Wow. What do you guys think is going to happen? Shoot us an email at sci-fi talk at com. Let us know your thoughts of this, how you feel about the series. Do you think there's more stories to tell? And do you think they're going to continue? And while you're at it, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you find us on, because good ratings and reviews help other friends of the show find us, tell your friends about the show, especially if they love the movies, because this just opens up storylines and like gives you more information. So, whew, for this crazy episode of The Purge, I'm Sean Fangreless. And I'm Steve. There's nothing
1: left to say.
0: And until next time.